All mics oh. are on go. Okay. Waiting for confirmation from Randall R. Cash. Initiation sequence initialized. I think that was too many initial initial <laughs> words. Inertia. Hey, I'm just going to get this started because I'm flaming hot angry right now. <laughs> uh, woke up this morning. Didn't go to sleep. Sorry. Correction. Edit that out. Stayed I up all night masturbating. All night <laughs> and found out that our Tina D-Ball, who is my co-host, was on the fucking news. Never once mentioned, A, that she never once <laughs> mentioned, A, that she had an interview. Two, that it was going to appear on live television. Three, was wearing a nice red blouse on the news. <laughs> and four, uh, didn't say shit about Slop City Podcast. Yes, I did. They I cut did it out. fucking say it in the interview. He was, I was like, it is, he was like, oh, you have a podcast. So what's, what's the name of it? I was like, well, it's called Slop City. And he's like, oh, cool. What's it about? And I was like, um... It's about an hour. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, let me just give you a sample. And then I grabbed his nutsack <laughs> and I slapped him in the face. And then no, he filled I, uh, up a Ziploc bat of diarrhea and was like, here you go. <laughs> no, I did. I said, I was like, uh, it is, it's not safe for work. And Yale goes, yeah, it's definitely not. So that's something along those lines. But I, I let him know that it was not safe for work. And that's probably why they chose to not endorse it on there, which is a bit upsetting. But no, I, I definitely mentioned it. But you fucking cunt. You wouldn't talk about that. But do they know that you have a joke about doing doggy style? That's also not safe for work. He asked me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to hear the story. Okay, so he asked me in the interview, because we did this last week, last Wednesday, and he asked me in the interview, here is my beef with, and it's not even, it, it's it's local news, it's any person that really doesn't know about comedy, is that they'll ask you, they'll be like, okay, give us a joke. <laughs> give us a little teaser. Like, Jenny Zagrino, a headliner uh, in L.A., she... And I did a show one year at a college. This was last year. And we were like basically barking at the college to get people to come. Like we're like, hey, you know, like the the college admins or whatever. We're like, we got a mocktail station set up and we're going to kind of maybe you can give them a little teaser. So they come to show tonight and they kept saying the word teaser. They were like <laughs> this little tw- 20 year old kid who's like, hi, I love Baylor College and I'm the admin or whatever. I'm the fucking events director or whatever. And he's like, give him a little teaser. Come on. You think you could give him a little teaser? I'm like, I'm not going to do a doggy style act out right here in the middle of the cafeteria at Baylor College. It's you not going to happen. should have shown him some titty. That could have been your teaser. Oh, you want to see a teaser? I just fucking ripped my fucking <laughs> pants down. No, but so that's kind of like, and local news does it a lot. They're like, okay, maybe we could have you do a little joke. And I'm like. No, asking me to do a joke like that on live television is like asking a doctor on live television that's there to talk about like risks of diabetes and you being like, hey, is there any way you could check out this mole I've got? (laughs) That's what it's like. And so he asked, he was like, "Okay, you know, could you guys, you know, do a little joke? Because they they filmed probably we filmed for probably 25 minutes and they only ended up using um, 20 seconds of (laughs) anything that I said. No, they did a great job. I'm very proud. But uh, he asked me to tell a joke, and I was like, um, can I use say the word cocaine? <laughs> I said that. And he goes, um. I go, okay, so that's a no. <laughs> Seems like a no. He goes, yeah, probably not. And I was like, all right. So then I just like did a dumb joke about my parents. You actually did one? Yes, because I was like, I don't want to let Rennie not this sexy-ass old man down right now because he's hot. You know, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't know if he'll ever hear this, but he's a good looking cat. And I will. Am I right? Yes. He's ripped. I don't like it when people older than me are in better shape than I am. I'm like, I'm supposed to be the one that's in good shape and has a cut abs. But I'm over here with like my jeans rolling down from my fat roll, <laughs> pushing down on my jeans. Now, I can understand your predicament because I have also been in front of the camera. Because mm-hmm, you're. And. A- I- you know, content creator. Pe- when you star. have a producer that's there and expecting you to do something, you don't want to let him down. And I'll tell you my story. Okay. Uh, 
I think I may have told this on the podcast, but when I was on the New Kids on the Block cruise, you know, I had a camera crew and a producer following me. So, you know, my whole arc was that I wanted to perform a show on the boat for the New Kids on the Block and the fans. So they recorded me doing different scenes. One of the scenes, you know, was like me sitting by the, you know, on the chair writing and talking to my sister. But then they filmed a scene where I was. Did I talk about this? I don't think so. Maybe you did. Who gives a fuck? It was me sitting alone in a room writing. And so (laughs) I sat there for about a good five minutes just pretending to write. And then he goes, oh, no, no, no. We need some audio. And I go, but I'm alone. He goes, no, you know, just say things like, huh, how should this joke go? Should I say, maybe my titties are not too long. No, 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 scratch that out. They wanted me to do that. And I did it. I I did it. Don't you hate it? (laughs) Aren't there moments like that that you hate yourself? I, I, man, I did it too on this fucking thing. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I even told them, I don't want to do this. This is ridiculous. I'm so mad for not standing up for myself. And this one was better because they didn't use it. But it's like, there's been times that I've done that, like radio, whatever. And they're like, come on, give us, give us, give us something. Give us something. I'm like, I'm not giving you dick squat. All right. They, my sister knew that I was upset that they were going to make me do this. And because I my just... titties too long. <laughs> mm, I don't know. Uh, let me scratch that one out with my pencil that has an eraser on it. Hmm, okay. Let me think. Will this be funny? Oh, no, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Maybe I should say it out loud. <laughs> if a guy ever told me, nah, that one's not very good. Uh, let me grab my Coca-Cola that's right next to me and take a big <laughs> swig of that. Is anybody watching? Uh, uh, I'm going to finger uh, myself instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a cup? Maybe I should poop in it and invite a friend in here and film it. And then I'd be like, hey, producer, what about that fucking dialogue? Was that good enough for you? They were like, mm, actually, you know, let's rewind. And <laughs> If you could, you know, not say all those things past the part of writing. If jokes. you could actually just read this script and pretend like you're writing it. <laughs> so my sister knew that I was very upset about this. Mm-hmm. And I went missing on the boat for a couple of hours because Did they set out a lot. <laughs> Ma'am. Yes. Yes. We need Libby Higgins <laughs> yes. to yes. the front desk. Literally. Because I was invited by Johnny Knight to go up to the upper deck where they had like a private area. So I was up there and didn't tell my sister. <laughs> and she thought I jumped over the side of the thing because I was so upset about that joke writing thing. And they were <laughs> they were paging me on the entire carnival cruise. Libby Higgins, come to the whatever show. Libby Higgins, if you jumped into the ocean, please put out a middle finger and let us know that you're there. I I just love that your sister's like, oh, my God. I thought she jumped over that bridge. It's like, no, no, no. That's not jumping over it. That's killing yourself. (laughs) That's what it is. What what happened was is we were so tired because we weren't sleeping. Because you were just partying. Literally not sleeping because we were working where you're filming almost all the time and um so we weren't i was sort of uh i was having auditory hallucinations <laughs> because i was so tired like earlier we tina and i were talking about not sleeping i didn't sleep for over 48 hours and i was having auditory hallucinations but that's neither here nor there so you were pretty wonky so neither one of us were in our right minds yeah <laughs> But oh wow, my God. made for great TV though, didn't it? Ugh. It's a, it just, it crushes your, it's just not the setting to do it, you know? Right. And I'm not a traditional, I guess I have some jokes that are traditional, like why the chicken cross the street? <laughs> okay. To get to the other side, you know, like, I guess I, I don't really have many jokes that are like that. I feel like a lot of mine is my, like, I'm not a one, two punch. You're a more storyteller. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really like set up punchline tag. It's like set up punchline tag weaved between, uh, you know, some sort of diary entry manifesto. 
touch, so, touch an audience member's dick. Yeah. Come touch back it, on stage. Grab a nutsack, sniff my fingers, <laughs> and then put my fingers into their mouth, but do it like a gun like that. And just... And go bang. And then go... Go. Right mm. on the tip of their ding dong. Exactly. So, I mean, if if he really wanted me to do a joke, I would have been like, okay, here we go. And then I would be like, do you have eight minutes? You would like... Doing your whole doggy style one, and then gets to the <laughs> my favorite part where you do the act out, and they just zoom in on your face, going, "Oh, my dub." Exactly. So, uh, yeah, but uh, I didn't tell you about the interview or the airing of it because I don't know how to say this, but I am one of the most humble people in America. <laughs> I'm just, re- I'm a very humble person. And, uh, you know, it's just humility is my big, every day I wake up and I, uh, scroll on my phone for 48 minutes in bed and then I get out after my hands numb enough to go to the toilet (laughs) and I generally go to the toilet and I just, while I'm still looking at my phone, comparing myself to other people, I just have a quick humility prayer (laughs) And I send it up into the skies. So, no, I didn't tell you because I don't know. That stuff always makes me anxious because, like, uh, they'll take stuff out of context sometimes. And this one was, it was good. Like, it was, I I wasn't, the only part I felt weird about was where they're like, and how did you know you were funny or something like that? I'm like, (laughs) I was voted most likely to be on Saturday Night Live in eighth grade. But in the answer, but in the context of that moment, when I was telling the story, I said it like as a bit. I'm like, oh, I don't know if you know this, but I was about to most likely be on Saturday Night Live. But the soundbite that they took made it seem like that was the most serious thing. I like, how'd you know you're funny? Well, I was voted most likely to be on Saturday Night Live in eighth grade. Need I say more? <laughs> you know, listen, buddy, I'm laughing my way to the American dream. OK, <laughs> that was the title, wasn't it? Yeah. Fuck, if that was the case, we wouldn't have all these friends at the border because we could go down there and do a show and everyone would laugh. And we could, be in the yeah, American we'd dream. be laughing our way to the American border. That's what <sighs> we'd be doing. Laughing our way to the border. My mom, I talked to my mom uh, the other day. She goes, yeah, I was uh, talking. We we have these friends and they um, we go to dinner at their house. And so, you know, Igor brings up like, Igor. what do you guys think about these border camps? And uh, the woman who has an immigrant daughter-in-law says, well, maybe they shouldn't have done something illegal. Mm-hmm. They should have just followed the law. Okay? So if they followed the law, then they wouldn't be in the predicament that they're in. And my mom says that she looked at my uh, dad. She looked at Igor and was like, they just met with each other's eyes like, okay, drop it. Like, we're not going to convince. <laughs> Let's leave. Get out of here. I'm not going to convince this gal. We're not. That's the thing, you know. These people want to come into our country, you know. This is our country. This is our. I just want to say one thing and one thing only. Okay. We should take them all to Area Fifty One. Okay. <laughs> no, I I want to say something. Listen to me, Deborah. I stand for the national anthem and I kneel for the cross. <laughs> Someone that was trying to roast me on on the internet, that was their profile picture. It was the picture of them, but then it said, I stand for the national anthem and I nail for the cross. Damn, that's badass as fuck. (laughs) Which basically they're saying they're racist, I think. Uh, I think so, yeah. It, uh, yeah, no, they don't get it. They do, they don't get it. Um, I mean, listen. this is an American football team. You don't go around nailing for no reason. I mean, this football team, you know, you know how much they do for this world. They wear pink for breast cancer in games. They're wearing pink. They're wearing fucking pink, okay? I don't know what more you need. You know, Tammy that got her titty cut off because of breast cancer. <laughs> NFL's doing something for her, and what are what what are what are these people doing for uh, me? As soon as you hear that American anthem playing, whatever the hell it's called, what's it called? <laughs> as soon as you hear that, you better stand up and salute. And if you don't, I'll punch you in your dick. I'll kick you off that NFL team because you don't deserve to be an American footballer. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> football's about Jesus and America. Football's about Jesus, breast cancer, a little bit of pink, but not enough to make you look gay. And <laughs> no homo. You know, I like LOL. That, I like that they wear pink, but not too much. So I know that they're all straight. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I don't want to just be standing there and I see a pink pants and I start staring at the butt region, and then I'm like getting hard, and I realize, oh, that's a dude, and I'm like, oh fuck. I'm hard. <laughs> Am I gay now? <laughs> oh, fuck, I'm hard. Deborah, bring me a little smoky. <laughs> I mean, you're walking around in pink pants. You're going to expect me not to get a hard on when I see your buns? You know, I watched that movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and I got hard as a rocket from that cartoon, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, but that's a gal. <laughs> I'm getting hard at a, at a footballer's buttock and he, when he wears a pink pant. Because cowboys' butts drive me nuts. <laughs> but I ain't gay or nothing. I don't know about you, but cowboys' butts drive me nuts. <laughs> Again, I'm not gay. They just look really good in those Wrangler jeans. Not gay or nothing, but I do have one pink pair of underwear. <laughs> uh... Now again, refocus. Where we nail... For the cross, and we stand for the anthem. Say it with me. <laughs> Neil. Uh, Don, I don't really think this is a chant, okay? I mean, I do love the sentiment, but I just don't really think it's a chant. So, you know, hey, guys, give him a nice round of applause, okay? We, okay. we, uh, we, you know, uh, here in Dexter, Dexter, Iowa, we, we kneel for the cross. I got, I got one, and we. Uh, I got okay. one. It's not a chant. Here it goes. <laughs> Cowboys butts drive me nuts. Cowboys, because <laughs> that just shows that even though we get hard when we look at a cowboy's butt, we ain't gay. You know, Brokeback Mountain won a lot of awards, and I don't know why, because I never seen it. I never saw when that guy spit in his hand, put it on his dick, and started having sexual intercourse <laughs> with that other guy. I didn't see that mess. I didn't see that mess. But you know what I did see? Uh-huh. Is Jesus Christ came to me in my dreams. <laughs> and I woke up and I was hard as a rock. And I had ejaculated all over the bed covers. But it wasn't because I'm gay. Okay. And- I grabbed the doily that Grandma Doris made for me that I like to keep my dentures in every each and single night. I grabbed that doily and I cleaned up my ejaculation. <laughs> Deborah. Deborah. Whew. Wow. I we really we, really went uh, off the rails there. Uh you know, they say in improv, don't shoot your load too soon, and I think I just shooted my load. You did, but we heightened it real, real good. That was good. <laughs> Cowboys, butts, drive me nuts. <laughs> I don't know where I heard that in my life, but that's probably one of the top ten funniest things I've ever heard. Hands down. I think it's like those shirts that small town gals make, and they're like, okay, girls, I got a bunch of shirts printed, all right? And they're like wearing Daisy Duke short shorts that literally hug their coochie. And, <laughs> and it's a picture of a cowboy, but with... Uh, Daisy Dukes on. Ladies, put your orders in, okay? Because I just got a bunch of shirts made, and they say cowboys' butts drive me nuts. Oh my God, Kendra! I have got to get one for me. Get the three X for me. I think Melinda probably want one an extra small. Um, uh, Daryl, you want one? Um, uh, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm not gay or nothing. <laughs> get get Daryl fifty fifty blend, uh, and put his name on the back. Just put his last name, Jenkins, oh, like a sports shirt. <laughs> Make it like a sports shirt. Oh, the Cowboys' butts drives me nuts. I've seen it on memes and stuff from people that I'm like, why am I friends with you on Facebook? And it's like a a very serious picture of like a cowboy and a mountain. <laughs> In the background. <laughs> like, it's, like, very serious. <laughs> and then you see a real shitty one that somebody made that's, like, just, like, a clip art picture of a cowboy <laughs> in a cowboy hat. 
Oh, God. Cowboys' I... butts drive me nuts in Times New Roman. <laughs> <laughs> Our people have screen capped it so many times, and there's like 50,000 uh, watermarks on it. And different, like, Android, that <laughs> shitty Android yes. font that people have on their phone. And then they just, like, use a white square to go over some of the words to put a new word in, like, Missouri Cowboys. Butts drive me nuts. And yep. then they scratch it out. It's like, no, Tennessee's cowboys butts drive me nuts. <laughs> oh, fuck. There, my, uh, my uncle lives in Tennessee. Um, he's been very ill and been in and out of the hospital. He's in the hospital now. Very old. But he always takes in these young uh, fellas. This sounds weird now that I'm saying it out loud. That <laughs> uh, that he lets live there. So the one the one fella I won't say his name is very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, always helps my uncle, and uh, this guy doesn't really have any family, you know. So he's sort of like an extra. This sounds weird. Now kind of a drifter, kind yeah. of a drifter type. So they take in this new guy. Well, my uncle didn't. The other guy did. Uh. And we've been keeping tabs on him because we know a scam artist when we see it, my sister and I. And we get on his Facebook, or sis got on his Facebook the other day. This MFR is on Facebook Live selling shit out of my uncle's house. No. Yes. Did you call the police? Uh, Yes. They ended up doing that. But the thing is, is what kind of idiot are you? To sell like, stolen goods. He's selling like an entertainment center, like a king size bed. The dumbest Okay, stuff. I mean, please, guys, check this out. You know, I mean, we're going to do this auction style, okay? So sound off in the comments if you want one of these, okay? I got, but he, no. can't, he can't do the auction style thing <laughs> fast enough. So he's like, okay, I got a king size bed. <clears throat> All right, so before I started to roast him, um, I screen recorded it in case he would try to delete it, which he did. Good. If I, this right here to whatever the fucking whatever it goes for. I'm not sure. It's a souvenir though. It's a record. And then I got six forks right here made out of deer antlers. I got this wand right here, brand new, never had water ran through it at all. He doesn't know that. You know what I mean? I got a few other things for sale, but this is just a few little, you know, just to start out. So y'all make an offer and let me know. Thanks. This is my grandmother's dining room table with my grandmother's clock that I've seen since I was a small child. And this heifer is fucking having a Pawn Stars <laughs> live action auction out of your fucking sick uncle's house. Who's in the hospital then, I assume. Yes. And apparently, when my uh, uncle went to the hospital last week, when the ambulance came to pick him up, this guy stole $160 out of my uncle's wallet as he's being transported into the ambulance. Uh, (laughs) Did your uncle tell you that? Uh, The other guy, Marcus, did. The other guy who's the good guy. Yeah. So I said his name. I shouldn't have said his name. Okay, we'll take it out. It's all right. It doesn't matter. Nobody will know these people. Um, my sister. I I just sent a comment. Like I said, would you please refrain from selling my grand my dead grandmother's belongings? What this mf'er say? And then under it, I took a screenshot of a post that he had made, which was um. This is my new thing. I'm getting back at Trolls Online by screen capping things that they they have put on there. So it was like a Jesus thing about forgiveness and following the Ten Commandments. So I just put that on there. Then my sister gets on there and just roasts this guy for like two hours. And he didn't ever get on there. He, I guess he didn't see it till the morning when the police were already... Couldn't handle the heat. Come, yeah. Coming to get him. And he deleted it. But fuck you because I'm a computer wizard. I already got this uh, on my little phone. Mm-hmm. I can't fucking believe this motherfucker. What's he? You know he doesn't have cable, so he's spending too much time watching Quest Channel, watching <laughs> local TV. He's and probably the Pawn just doing Stars. drugs. That's Prob- probably all he's doing. 
he's fucking around. He's going to sell my grandmother's clock probably for $2. I don't like this. He was trying to sell... It's never been had water run through it, okay? He said, I don't even know what the fuck this is. It was a record of JFK. Like, my grandma loved JFK, so she had a record of him. He didn't know that it was a record. He's like, I don't know who this guy is. I think he's some kind of movie star or something. It's like a I'm souvenir not really something. sure. There's a like a black souvenir. That's the stupidest fucking answer. That's the dumbest. If somebody was like, hey, could you guess what this is? And I was like, um... A souvenir. It's like, we get it, man. You went to Destin, Florida one time and you went to the souvenir shop and you really like that word. The thing that really got me was there's more to come, which means he was going around the house searching in my grandmother's things. Next, I'm going to my grandmother's items. I'm going to be going through the bathroom. Okay, we're going to go through every single thing in there. What if he's like this toilet right here? Never been used. And there's clearly shit in the toilet. We got this this used bar of caress soap. They always use caress soap. there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got this uh, toothbrush. It looks like it's for a denture denture Mm -hmm. toothbrush. And uh, what's this? A little piece of poop over here? Selling this little piece of poop as a souvenir for two dollars. <laughs> uh, selling this as a souvenir as well. This is a rug that somebody clearly used to wipe their ass with. <laughs> selling that as a souvenir because it could have been somebody famous that used it. I can't fucking believe what a that piece guy. Of shit! What a little shit bag! And I know it sounds. Weird he better to be, be like, out of there. He is. I think he's in jail right now. Good. Um. I know it sounds weird that my uncle has had uh, young men living there. But Fellas. Here's the deal. My uncle uh, was a very famous business owner in Jackson, Tennessee. He owned <clears throat> uh, uh, Walmart. It's a. It was a pool hall. Okay. So, you know, there was lots of people, college kids would come in there. And he always was a single guy. He never got married or anything. <clears throat> but he was always helping people. Yeah. And I think maybe in his older years, he was uh, probably lonely and just had, you know, some somebody to be there with him. Yeah. Well, but, and he uh, was probably just like, that's like his way of like being a father figure right. or something or like guiding someone in the right direction. Right. I gotcha. But, so, but to think, you know, it's so hurtful to think that somebody would do that to anybody. But when you see your own family stuff trying to be pawned off for fucking pennies on a dollar on a live first of all world's dumbest criminal are you that i don't know if it's because of the drugs or is he that stupid uh it's gonna be a little bit of both okay because listen i did a lot of drugs i i never i would never dream of doing something like that did i do some dumb things like deposit fake checks into atms and take two hundred dollars out on sundays (laughs) because the bank wasn't monitoring it yeah i did wow that's a good idea but i didn't uh <clears throat> no, I wasn't farting around and especially from someone the thing that gets me is when drug addicts will take from their own family or people that are good to them. I mean, I guess because everyone else in their life has left them because they know that they're thieves. Mm-hmm. But I had a, an uncle that did the same thing. He would sell all of my grandmother's heirlooms for drugs. Yeah, I mean, I stole from my parents when I was using drugs. Not that much stuff, nothing really ever sentimental, but I stole some cashish, stole a good amount of cash from them. You're so in your brain, you're just like it doesn't matter cuz I need to get Yeah. Get, you just you just don't, you just don't care. No, you're or you doing, just don't think about it. You're doing drugs, you don't really think about I don't know. You're just wanting to get that Well, you're like physically dependent on drugs, so yeah. you're just kind of you're in the zone. Like it's not it's not personal, but I do think that that like um, after a certain point, people need to set boundaries. If they keep letting mm-hmm. people in their homes when they've done it over and over and over and over and over again, you know, whether it's a family member or a loved one, you got to set a boundary. You got to say, hey, I'm changing the garage code mm-hmm. and you can piss off. That's You're what, not walking in anymore. That's what they say you on know? intervention. Yeah, you got You can't keep enabling them and letting them in the home. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I did it, so I'm kind of like, yeah, I, 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 I didn't really think about it. I was just very much like, me, 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 me. Mm-hmm. I want to get high, but I was also physically dependent on drugs. So it's like, you're in it. You're in a different spot, right? You know, there are things I did when I was using heroin where I'm like, 
what the fuck? I would never fucking do that now. Things mm. that I would be in prison for. Oh. Whoa, show. <clears throat> sucking some guy off. Yeah, sucking a guy off. Been there, done that. You go to prison for that these days? God yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. We were just making love in a sweet, <laughs> sweet it, a car wash love. section. You know, the car washes that look like a big garage, just making sweet love. No, but there are so many things that I did when I was using and I'm like, I would never, I mean, I, don't, I can't even talk about them because they're so disgusting, mm. terrible things that I, I would never, ever do now, but I did them. So that's, I have like a little bit of empathy, but at a certain point, I'm just like, mm-hmm. get your fucking shit, you know, right. just stop. I feel like you get, I, I think people get second chances for sure. I'm not saying that once you fuck up, you're done. Because th- I've seen people change. I changed, you know, exactly. and I was a shit bag. So it's, you stopped using heroin. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do have some empathy for people, but I also get to the point where I have no tolerance now for if I'm like offering help to someone and they're like, oh, I want to take it. I want to do it. And then they keep doing it. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. Like you're fucking you or, you're do doing so heroin and it's a gamble. Like, I mean, you could die at any moment with it. So it's, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because it's sometimes, like I said, I, I really am like, I want to help people and I want to help other people get out of shitty situations. But you have to set boundaries for yourself as a human and be like, okay, that's not okay. You did this to me two times, you know, two times you stole money from me. That's not, that's not okay. So you got to set boundaries, set boundaries, lock up your pusina, lock mm-hmm. up your home, lock up your heart. You can't, um, you can't hit rock bottom if people are just enabling you. No, fuck no. And There's, I, I would become a person that would be very codependent if I allowed that kind of stuff in my life. Like I would, Oh yeah. I would enable, I think. So I have to stop it before it even starts. Yeah. And I don't have like a clear cut thing where I'm like seven steps to not enabling your family member. You know, like I don't have this thing where I'm like, Oh, if somebody does that, then I'm out. But like, I, I do have empathy. I do understand, but it also gets to a point where when it's fucking with your happiness mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, it's just, totally fucking with your sanity, you've got to, you have to set a boundary. Now, whether that's giving someone an ultimatum or uh, just cutting them off completely, you know, you got to do what you got to do. There's some drug users near my house right now. Did you see that post Rafe put up on Instagram uh-uh. the other day? Rafe so. found on top of his oh, Jeep. needles. Uh-huh. He found two needles with caps on them rolled up in a to-do list. Uh, but the to do the to do list is fucking hilarious. It says, "Oh, it's so sad." Sell Rolex and oh, other shit. Oh God! The next one is, I think, clothes shopping Ross, and oh, then clothes shopping at Ross. <laughs> two poetry books, Jake and Sunny, and the last thing is barbecue ribs. <laughs> Well, you know what? I ain't mad at that person. They've they've got a clear goal for that day. Mm-hmm. They're making a list. Mm-hmm. They got their drugs ready to go and rolled up. Mm-hmm. The only thing they did wrong was accidentally left it on Rafe's vehicle. <laughs> and you know what? I will give them. I'll give it to them. Look at that. You look at the. You see it. You know what? I will give it to them because I was like, are those fucking needles capped? Like, that's what I said to Rafe. I'm like, did you just fucking open up a to-do list and these fucking are rogue needles and no fucking caps on them? So I'll give it to them. They put the fucking caps on, and I salute you. So the drugs are not in there? There's no drugs in okay. there. No, no drugs. But, I mean, if that needle was uncapped, like, and say that person, and I don't, you just, you got to be fucking careful. Don't you have to be careful with fentanyl, too? Like, just even the smallest amount of Oh yeah, yeah. Or can fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's definitely different now. But I was addicted to fentanyl way back when. (gasps) So I was addicted. I mean, I was addicted to opiates. Um, it just any kind. But I was. I bought fentanyl patches from a woman that was like seventy five years old. She sold me her fentanyl patches, which are like generally for people that have like terminal cancer. And this was in like two thousand eight, two thousand eight to two thousand late two thousand nine. So. 
I would buy these from her, and they would be like this patch, like a square, and it, you could take off the tiniest little sliver, and you'd be fucked up for 24 hours. I mean, like nodding, nodding off the whole the whole shebang. So it's it's crazy. Now it's in like pill form and all this shit. It's scary. It I, scares me. I was seeing- and shooting it too. I never shot fentanyl. I shot heroin, but I never never Ooh. once shot fentanyl. I was watching Ooh. something about the is it Narcan? Narcan, yeah, Narcan, and then people helping them. But then, like, even the smallest amount of fentanyl on those people could kill the person that's trying to help. They're saying, yeah, I well, I don't know how the fentanyl, even if it like gets on your finger, I don't like, think that is how that works. Yeah, they were There's saying not, it was like a cop or something that was helping, and he got like that's pretty fucking wild. He had to get they had to give him Narcan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, my uh, my friend that overdosed a few years ago, my really close friend, uh, they looked at her heroin, and I think it was like 90% fentanyl, and then like 10% heroin, which, I mean, if you're shooting fentanyl, you know, you just, you're fucked. Isn't that what Michael Jackson died of? Uh, I think it was Dilaudid. Probably a mix of like Dilaudid and fentanyl. I know it was drugs and some kind of overdose. Yeah, and I mean, I've overdosed so many times. I've oh overdosed. My God. I've I've never had to be Narcan, but I'm lucky to be. Al- Narcan wasn't around either when I was using. So it's it's now people mm. are very lucky in a way because you can fucking call the cops and nothing will happen to you. Right, nothing. That's good. You won't get in trouble. No one's going to prison. You know you. And I'm sure there are some shitty situations, but. It's I see signs all over St. Louis City that are like, please call somebody. If you see an overdose, call somebody like no cops. You won't get in trouble because that's what happened is people would overdose. And, you know, I'm I'm not going to share my experience with it, like my personal experience or my story or whatever with it. But this shit, that's why there are these rules in place now, because so many people were dying because. Drug out. I mean, people that are using are going to get fucking scared. They're like, dude, I've got fucking heroin on me. I have a needle on me. Mm-hmm. I have drugs on me. If I call the cops, this person's fucking overdosing. Like, and I'm here. I'm fucked. Right. So no one, no one would call. Yeah. And I mean, it is in a way. I don't know. It gets very, very muddled. It gets fucking crazy because you don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fucking right or wrong thing is, right. but people shouldn't die because they're scared they're going to get in trouble because they have a fucking problem. You know, people that are doing heroin, it it used to be this thing of like, oh, it's just poor, poor people, poor white and black people that do heroin, you know, and it's, it's like, no, it's not. Now it's not. Now it's fucking everyone, whether it's heroin or fentanyl or, I mean, just any kind of drugs. There are people at my bar job that I work at that have lost loved ones to overdoses. And the place that I work at is like ritzy, titsy, rich motherfuckers, you know. Everybody's doing it. Mm -hmm. Is that because it's easy, accessible, and cheap? I mean, I don't even know if it's that. I just think it's people are – everybody has trauma and everybody's got something they're running from and people that are happy with themselves and are like you know what I really like myself and I love myself and this is I don't want to do anything to harm myself you wouldn't do heroin you know mm-hmm. you just wouldn't <clears throat> but then there's the the people that are addicted to pain pills mm-hmm. who are going to heroin that's to how I started I started with pain pills and then I went to heroin oh my and then God. I and then I did fentanyl you know fentanyl and heroin were at the same time. Whichever one you can get. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's so crazy. Yeah, and there was no Narcan around when I, at least not to my knowledge, it was not as accessible as it is now. You know, there are some bars that have Narcan on hand. Oh, really? In St. Louis. Yeah. Just in case anything fucking happens. So they, yeah, there are, I think Heavy Anchor in St. Louis has Narcan on hand. A A few bars I know of do. So, but yeah, it's, I mean, the, me waking up was totally luck because it's just, it's overdosing isn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that you die. It would be like you died of an overdose. It's like shallow breathing, you know, because you have really shallow breathing, your heart slows down, everything slows down. And I've seen people overdose. It's terrifying. Oh my God. I and then it's just, imagine. it's just luck if they wake up. You're just like, you fucking toss them in a bathtub and you hope they fucking wake up. 
It's crazy. And then do it all over again. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's wild. I mean, I'm glad I'm out. <laughs> I feel been a long so time. lucky that I never had to have that. Yeah. It's fucked up. I think mostly my fear of, of drugs kept me away from stuff like that. That's good, though. And I mean, I think everybody everybody deals with their shit differently. But I've never met somebody that's like doing heroin regularly that's like, hell yeah. Like, I'm a really healthy, great person. You know, deep down there's some trauma. And I think everyone has it. And everyone's trying to run from it somehow. Can't run. Can't run. Because eventually you're going to, it might be, uh, become the... The age that I am, an elderly woman, and running is not going to be easy. So you're going to have to stop, Mm -hmm. address what's going on. Drop and roll. Pay $35 for each session that you go to um, (laughs) and uh, cry. Randy, this keeps falling, I think. Is it falling? Are you going to sleep, Randy? Randy is sad because he knows that we're getting ready to... to, um, Give him an intervention. Randy, will you accept this gift we're going to give Randy, you? listen, we've been talking about this, no. not because we want to talk about my personal experience and <laughs> drugs or any of that, but... Uh, we did, we couldn't find a very good play, a treatment center for you to go to, so we're just taking you to this halfway house downtown, and we just thought we'd drop you off there. We're just going to take you to Red Robin. <laughs> we're going to get a hamburger. <laughs> they have shakes and stuff, so hopefully it works out. Wow. Yeah. Pretty wild stuff, y'all. Thanks. You're welcome, <laughs> bud. Yeah, I didn't Pretty even wild have, stuff. I didn't even have to read my letter to him. Dear Randy, if you continue on this path of of recording this podcast for free over and over again <laughs> without any kind of compensation, I'm going to have to offer you the gift of re- rehabilitation. I'm going to have to offer you the gift of cowboy's butts driving me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> we got to... We should make a T-shirt with Randy in some really oh. tight jeans and have him looking behind him, and it'd be like cowboy's butts driving me nuts. Oh, I love that! And I love have that a lot. A button on it, you push it, and it makes a sound effect. It goes. You know too many birds. <laughs> that's not a bird. That's a John Wayne. Oh, that's uh, the yeah the. Gun the smoke? Western shit. Yeah. I fucking know. Something like that, is. yeah. It was Eddie Murphy on was on that one is the special one his mom was throwing shoes. Oh yes. <laughs> that thing. Yes. Man. Before I came here today, I stopped by at the thrift shop down the street on King's Highway. And I can't tell you guys how fucking heartbroken I am because I walked in and I saw this coffee table because I'm shopping for a new coffee table. Oh. And uh, I know we have a lot of very rich people that listen to this podcast, very rich and famous celebrities and stuff that listen to this podcast. So some of you guys might not know what it's like to go inside of a thrift store. But um, (laughs) I walked into this thrift store and I saw this fucking coffee table that was perfect. It was everything I wanted. I was like, solid wood. Fun engravings on it. I mean, it was fucking perfect. It was nice, big, hefty size coffee table because I'm not one of those pussies that wants like a little bean sized coffee table. <laughs> I'm on a big bitch because I eat a lot of my meals in front of the TV mm-hmm. at home. Okay. I don't eat at the fucking dinner table. Dinner tables for work, coffee table. <laughs> and for and- selling people's <laughs> stuff on Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> dinner tables for selling my grandma's shit. And, uh, Coffee table, coffee table's all for fucking business, all right? So I walk in, and I see this thing. I mean, it catches my eye right when I walk in. I punched a little kid in the face. I said, get the fuck out of my way. Move, sucker. Walked over to that bitch. Sold. And there was a sign on it that said it was sold. Well, you could have fucking ripped it off and carried it up to the program. They would have known, and then somebody would have beat my ass. Nobody's going to beat your ass, okay? Have you? I've never gotten my ass beat. I've never been in a fight. Yeah, I think I like got in a weird bitch slap fight one time with somebody, and that was about it. And you're like, fucking stop, bitch. I'm going to be honest. I don't think I would be able to fight. Oh, my God, you fucking bitch. Oh, my God, stop. I'm going to go fucking tell your mom. And your dad comes out. What are you fuck are you doing? My dad walks out with like an electric lawnmower and just 
A robot lawnmower. I don't know, man. So yeah, it was pretty. It pretty. It hurt my heart. And I'm like, this place is right by my house. Why am I not coming here every day? Just dropping in. What's Say, the name brand? Hey, how's it going? Or the name of it? This uh, P- St. Paul's Vincent. St. De- Vincent de Paul. Oh, I don't mess with them because, you know, that Vincent de Paul, he was a terrible saint. He <laughs> He's the patron saint of coffee tables that have been sold. I don't mess with them, but boy, do I mess with St. <laughs> Goodwill. I mean, what a good guy I he was. I love the St. and the St. Red Racks. Mm. Another favorite. Mm-mm-mm. No, yeah, I don't so know that, anything about saint vincent de paul no it it was just upsetting i used to be a very avid thrift shopper and i've kind of slowed down i've kind of slowed my roll and now i'm now i'm back at it you're feeling that itch yeah i'm like find catching a catch haven't i been doing this fucking great but yeah i hope that that woman's really fucking happy with her coffee table you know what She's probably going to trip over it, get a black eye. Then they're going to arrest her husband for domestic violence. Because she'll say, I fell on the coffee table. And the cops will say, no, you didn't, ma'am. Your husband punched you. No, ma'am, you did not. We're going to need to confiscate this coffee table because it's evidence. And take it right on back to St. Vincent de Paul's church. Take it right on back to Tuna Dieball's house, okay? <laughs> oh, my Tuna God. Tuna Dieball's drug-infested home. The people commenting. I saw a needle today, though. That's what I was trying to say. I'm walking oh. out. And it didn't have a fucking, I don't know. I'm, 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 this is what I'm saying. I don't have any fucking tolerance for this anymore. Cause I think I, here's the deal, gang. I've lived in my house for three plus years. I have never seen any fucking needles around. And now I walk out the other day and there's these, this new little crew living and they've got people walking in and out of the house all the time, all different groups of people okay i know drugs when i see drugs. are you saying fat short small fat, skinny short small one legs ri- one eyeball mm-hmm. yep no hair, hair women men old young all sorts of stuff there's some weird fucking shit going on and i didn't start seeing and it's right by their fucking house mm. i didn't start seeing needles pop up i've seen we've seen three needles in a week i don't fucking like it and you know what? My dumb ass walks outside fucking barefoot sometimes. And you got Simba going yeah. for walks. It wasn't in my yard or any. Yeah. What if my, Simba gets hepatitis C? What am I going to do? What if he touches Can you it? Google, can a dog get hepatitis C? Well, what if he goes into his paw foot and a little bit of that drug comes out? I don't fucking like it. And I'm like, I don't want to be a pussy because it's like. What, do I call the police and be like, excuse me, um, you know, that I saw a needle on my street. But I, I, part of me wants to knock on their fucking door and be like, I'm sorry, is this your fucking needle that you left in the middle of the motherfucking street? That's what I want to do. You know what you should do? I don't do like it, Because guys. snitches get stitches. You should go ahead and go to the, the medical supply store, get a sharps container. Put it on like a mail, mailbox pole. And put, put it, it on it the right front on the, porch. On the, no, put it right on the street or on the sidewalk. That way other people, if they need to dispose of their sharps, uh, can put it in there. That's actually not a bad idea. Community sharps box. Community sharps box. Stick your sharps in this hole. And if don't you, put your finger in the hole because <laughs> you don't know if it's infected. Now, if you're a person that maybe has a diabetes and you shoot up insulin, don't put it in there. Go put it in your trash can. See, and it's the same needles. They're the same fucking needles. Are they used. little? No. Well, I mean, the needle itself is, I don't know, oh, maybe God. an inch. Why would anyone do that? Because it's fucking awesome. Oh, but you can't God. do it all the time and have a good life. Okay? Just, you can't. Brandy's mm, mm. <sighs> reading up about Crime Stoppers. St. Charles <laughs> Crime Stoppers. How it works. I was well, trying to see if there was a reward for reporting a drug house. <laughs> Oh. Well, I mean, I don't – I think I am – I might contact someone because if I see – maybe if I see needles again because then I'm going to lose my fucking mind and I'm just going to start screaming. I just know it's this house because they got weird shit going on. You know. You know if you see a house and you're like, yeah, there's shady shit going on there. Are and there, why kid, am are I there finding, kids there? no. But why am I finding fucking needles over by their house on my street? Well, you know what? It's the only house there. Have you ever heard? Other than mine. Unless Rafe's, my partner, (laughs) is using heroin 
And yeah, and he's trying to pawn it off on the neighbor. He's like, oh, check it out. You know what? He did barbecue ribs the other day. Wait a minute. That's his handwriting on that letter. (laughs) He's at home right now tying one off, fucking sticking it in his arm. Oh, my God. I'm trying to get to the Slap City email because I do not want to forget this question. You're right. I don't know how much time we have left. We got time. But uh, we got we just got the light. Do you like my glasses? Like yeah. This, sticking this far out. This uh, poor fella <clears throat> asked me to to answer a question and I kept forgetting because I'm not the most organized gal and I'm running several social media I'm sites. running several businesses. <laughs> One's my called basement. Mary Kay. <laughs> <laughs> One's called... Um, What's that purse one? Oh, I don't know about the purse one. The religious purse. A religious? 30, is it 31? 31 ways to get to Christ. It's a through your purse. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is uh, Dino. His name is Dino on Instagram. <clears throat> Let me put on my glasses. He contacted me again and said, hey, look, I'm not trying to be fucking rude. But have you answered my question yet? And you know what? He wasn't being rude. He was right asking because we are here for the people, right? Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and just read this. Uh, Hi, I'm Dino on Instagram. My question is, I'm a gay college man. Let me start over. I'm a gay college man and I live in a mostly conservative neighborhood. How do I get the message to other guys that I want them to rail me? Without coming off as desperate. Thank you, gals, so much. I love the podcast. Okay. Ooh, it's a lot a, to. It is a lot to take in. Well, let me take out my tampon before I. <laughs> just being stupid. Mm, mm, mm. This is, you know, I don't. Well, I got a couple. I got a couple questions about his question. That's what I'd like to start. Uh, I'm assuming Dino is. I like that we're just assuming it's Dino. Could it be Dino? <laughs> it could first be. First of all, that's my first question. But I'm going to go with Dino because I'm pro-dinosaur and that would insinuate that he's got a huge cock <laughs> if he's a dinosaur because we named one of my ex-boyfriends that uh, a long time ago. That was his oh. nickname, Dino Dan. Huge cock. Damn. Damn. I hope he well, hears this. <laughs> wait, before we go any further. This is a former partner. <laughs> Uh, Gmail gives you uh, <laughs> automatic responses that you can reply. Here's the automatic responses. Of course you can. <laughs> Where do you live? And no, sorry. Honestly, those are all pretty fair responses. <laughs> of course you can. Okay, so this is the question, and I'd like you to respond with what the Gmail says. I'm a gay college man, and I live in a mostly conservative neighborhood. How do I get the message to other guys that I want them to rail me without coming off as desperate? Where, where do you Where do you live? Great question. Okay. Did you already say it? Uh, no, he didn't tell us, and I am curious mostly where he lives. Mostly conservative neighborhood. I get it that he probably doesn't want to tell us exactly where he lives, and that's fine. Um, mostly conservative neighborhood. So... I guess my first question, I'm, I got the question right in front of me because I'm a visual person and same, I like to see same. I like to see what's going on right in front of me. So I got it right in front of me laying on my Aldi LaCroix. <laughs> uh, it's raspberry lime flavor. Bell. Um, um, I'm wondering, I guess he's talking about other gay men in the community. In the neighborhood, I'm assuming. Walking in the neighborhood. Around. Well, I mean... <sighs> I'm not very good on the dating site. So in my mind, I would think that if you live in a mostly conservative neighborhood, the smartest way to go about doing it would be to get on like Grindr or some kind of dating app. Right. That would be my – so maybe if people are uncomfortable about um, (laughs) – maybe if people are uncomfortable about, you know, letting other people know that they are gay or whatever, if you're in a shitty conservative neighborhood where that's not a cool thing – I would assume get on a fucking dating app. Don't you think? But this um, seems like a pretty straightforward message. How do I get the message to other guys that I want them to rail me without coming off as desperate? Maybe you could stand on – if there's a highway uh, in your neighborhood that has a bridge on top of it, sometimes people in St. Louis like to put signs up. 
like on there. Impeach Trump. Yes, they like to put that impeach Trump or uh, collusion stuff like that. That's go, fun. Go Blues. Go Blues. Play LGB. Gloria. Play Gloria. Yep. And sometimes people do it with an actual uh, sign made from a sign place, which could really break your bank. Mm-hmm. So what I would I would suggest, and I've seen this, it's kind of a fun DIY way of getting your message across on a bridge that is over a highway where people are traveling at high speeds, um, is I've seen people use uh, styrofoam cups yes. to make the message. To make a word. So I would write. What would you write? Let's think of some because here's what you could do. You could go to the dollar store and you could get maybe maybe 10 cups, 10 packages of cups. So that gives you 20 cups. Nope, that's I think not you're gonna be a lot more. <laughs> oh, not more. Because my my message would be long. It would have to be like rail me question mark and then a phone number. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could do that. That's a lot of and if you're making it big enough for people on the highway to see, you're you're getting a lot of cups. Yeah, and maybe I mean you could go to Walgreens and print out a picture of yourself so you could l- kind of laminate that. Or oh, yeah, if yeah. you don't have a laminator because those are expensive, you could just get packing tape from the grocery store or wherever you know wherever you could get some packing tape, and you could just pack tape over your picture so your picture doesn't get mm. hurt by rain or blizzards or uh, mm. urine. Or any kind of Semen. fluid, yeah, any kind of fluid that's coming out. What about if so I really you, like that? You put rail me question mark with the cups, but then you stand on the overpass so you don't have to have the picture, and then you can hold up a, a sign that has your phone number. I like that. I think that's good because you can get poster board at Walgreens for you know Dwayne Reed wherever you go for a dollar. Very inexpensive. Very very inexpensive, and hopefully you're not struggling so much that you don't have a pen. And I bet if you needed to borrow a pen, you could just walk into your local Chinese buffet that maybe you could drop a quarter in uh, the missing children yeah. pile or the uh, drop a quarter in there so they know you're you're an ally and maybe ask right. them to borrow a pen. Or uh, maybe they have a Sharpie. If, yeah, if they have a Sharpie, that's ideal. Maybe you could go to Walgreens, open up a pack of markers, just use the marker and then put it back. Well, they have the ones that you know you can te- yeah, testers and you can test it on a little piece of paper. So yeah, go just- to Sephora and use their <laughs> eyeliner. eyeliner testers on your poster board. <laughs> that could be good too. That's a that's a good way. But I also have an idea. Okay, and yeah. mine comes from a different perspective because what I'm reading because he said I live in a mostly conservative neighborhood, and how do I get the message to other guys? So what I'm envisioning is. He's walking around the neighborhood, maybe having a walk. I'm closing my eyes so I can really lay this in because I'm a he's, visual person. He's going to get maybe a Starbucks coffee mm-hmm. and he sees men. And because it's very conservative, they're all wearing suits and ties and he can't tell which of these men are potential suitors. Okay. So if our friend Dino or Dino was to get a shirt <laughs> that said something like, I don't know. Cowboys butts drive me nuts. <laughs> and wear that as he walks down. That'll be an indicator to the other fellas yeah. that he wants his booty railed. Yeah, and I mean I don't know if the whole glory hole situation is applicable to this, but maybe you could stand by uh cut get a nice piece of plywood from somewhere and cut a little hole in it and just put your penis through it. And then you could stand there totally butt butt naked, put your penis through it, and maybe write on that plywood a you know a message right. to potential suitors. Um, That's a great idea. Yeah, I think that one could be really really fun. You could put maybe a thing that says like free lemonade, look yeah. through <laughs> hole, or or like kissing booth, and then they put their ding dong in the hole. And it's actually your buttholes on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. That's real fun. Maybe put a zinger through there. And see, this way you don't have to worry about, you know, is this uh, Leonard who works up at the bank? Is this uh, Frank that works in the automobile business? It won't matter. All these conservative men will let you rail their butthole without you guys even having to have a transaction. Yeah. I mean, that could be a really fun. The thing. Oh, you know what, though? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, oh, are we reading this wrong? He wants them to rail his butt. He wants them to rail his butt. Okay. That's, yeah. He so we pull, maybe just put the glory hole in the tr- just, Instead of being in the front, maybe just do a cool sign move, you know, like sign spinners do mm-hmm. that work at Little Caesars. Maybe do a cool thing like that and spin it on the top of your hand mm-hmm. like a basketball. Have you ever seen, you yeah, know, yeah, a yeah. cool, maybe Space Jam where mm-hmm. Michael Jordan spins yeah. the basketball yeah. on top of his finger. Right, right. And kind of right. let that. Hold up there for a bit, the sign, and, you know, you're strong because your name's Dino or Dino. So flip that bitch right behind you, and then, boom, you got a second little hole. Right. So you have have the board. You're on this side with your butthole pressed up against the glory mm -hmm. hole. The conservative man, who is probably uh, in the closet, will come along, see the sign that says free lemonade, put dick in hole, and he'll put his dingus through the (laughs) hole, which will then go into your railing you. Uh, yeah. Or if you want to have a more sensual date night, I think that everything we just said does not apply at all. <laughs> and maybe don't ever listen to this podcast again. Uh, and the the no. thing is, is he doesn't want to appear desperate. The way you don't appear desperate is don't don't say anything. Just wait for the people to to take your cues, whether it be the T-shirt, the plywood with the free lemonade written on it or the cup sign over the highway. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering, I want to, I do want to know more about this. So Dino or Dino, I'd like to know what kind of, what kind of action is going on on the dating app website in this town? I'd like to know, are there, do you know of any gay men there? Are there any, are there any other guys that you're like, oh, we're on the same team? You know, I'd like to know. I want to know what's going on there. Maybe there's a man that's listening to this. Yeah. That says, hey, I think I just made a love connection because I've been trying to look for somebody to rail them. I've been trying to look for somebody to rail. We're going to we're looking for somebody that I can rail and then we can partner those two people up. Mm hmm. And it's a goddamn match made in heaven. Just by a simple Western Union transaction. (laughs) Guys, we just need $58 sent to my Venmo at Tina D-Ball. Send me any amount of money. Again, my Venmo is at (laughs) Tina D-Ball. It is T-I-N-A-D-Y-B-A-L. You could do caps or no caps. It doesn't matter. Uh, Capital letters are... Totally negligible when it comes to using Venmo. So if you're excited and you really want to give me that $58, again, my Venmo is at... (laughs) T-U-N-A. No, no, no. It's T-I-N-A-D-Y-B-A-L. So please send me any amount of money and we'll put it into a nice little fund so that Dino can find somebody to rail him. I think before we have a fund for Dino, we need to have a fund for... Our cash. His name is Cash. And there's not a lot of cash that's flying over there, Adam. Uh, you know what? You're right because we don't have a lot of money, and uh, <laughs> which is a bit upsetting. So, uh, guys, send Venmo to <laughs> at, send all Tina of your money D-ball. to at Tina Deball. <laughs> or uh, Randy's Venmo is at Kenny Chesney. <laughs> So just shoot him over some cash, and hopefully he accepts it. And if not, then what are you going to do? I hope that we were able to help Dino Dino. I do, too. I, I kind of worry that maybe we didn't give the best possible answer. Because we gave at least three possible you know answers. What? Yeah, you right. know what? Most people, dear Abby, what does she do? Gives one solution. We gave at least three. We gave three, and uh, and each scenario had different scenarios, you know, so like it's multiplied by th- a multiple lot. different layers, multiple layers, guys. That's what this podcast is about: a lot of layers, peeling back the onion, getting back and down to the good stuff. That's right. Feeling up your friend that oh, wait, wants that, it. <laughs> yeah, consensually. Want to want to make a big. Uh, statement before we close the podcast out today uh consent is very important so dino it's great that you are i want you to rail me that's fun that's consent i think mm-hmm. i think that obviously there's many more layers to it than that but um we just want to say that we're big on consent here and at slap city industries slap city worldwide 
Podcast Network. Did I cover? I wrote two things down. I wanted to make sure I got that Dino question. Okay, we got the Dino question out of the way. And uh, yeah, Dino, if you're like, you know what, that wasn't fucking good enough. And I let me provide you with more context. I'd love to deep dive into your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you feel like we didn't answer it well enough. That's good. Give us more context. Let us know what's up. What kind of scene you got in your town? What kind of restaurants you got in your town so that potential suitors can be taking you there or you can take your potential suitor to this this fun place before you guys wine and dine each other. So, But do know that you are going to the back of the queue. You know, there's we feel like we've answered to the best that we can. So your next request will go to the back of the line. And there's at least, I don't know, one or two. In front uh, of yeah, one or two big, big questions. So, wow. Wow. I really got to piss. He's I mean, got it ready. He's got the belding ready, Randy well, does. Thank and you, Randall. A teen always has to fucking go pee. We got to do this, you know, so I just want to. Listen, I'm not like you. I don't hold my fluids or my issues <laughs> into my body, okay? I let them out. I Yay. let them out. Well, you know what I want to say before we go? What? Cowboys butts drive me nuts. Cowboys nuts drive me nuts. I said cowboys nuts drive me nuts. Cowboys nuts on my butt. Cowboys nut on my butt. On my butt. I said, oh my God, that's a big nut. Put oh. it on my butt and let it on my suck. suck. I love cowboys' butts. I love cowboys' butts. She loves cowboys' butts. They drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Slop City, everybody. We love you. Rate, uh, guys, Pledge Drive happened earlier with the Venmo (laughs) deal, but uh, again, it is at Tina (laughs) D-Ball. At Tina D-Ball, send me all your money. Send me all your dicks. Don't actually, don't do that. I don't know. You're going to get 1,000 dick pics. No, I don't think I'll get that many. But hey, Slop City Podcast, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And... (laughs) if you didn't like the real stuff we talked about during the podcast earlier then i don't know wait i just said cut tina Uh, oh (laughs) you can keep it's over you can keep talking but no i'll have to be hospitalized you gotta say cut i'm done cut (laughs) (laughs) now we have to have another one because it's got to be in threes cut oh god oh thank fucking god (laughs) Ah. go potty If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.